Hey, it's Todd Duncan. Thanks a million for listening to our podcast. Before you actually jump into today's episode, I want to tell you about a new resource that I've created called Connect. Our market has changed dramatically. Our world has changed dramatically. The last couple of weeks and especially the last couple of months continue to serve up to us change. I created Connect as a resource to help guide people through the challenging environments in which we find ourselves and to make sure that you and your business come out stronger on the other end than you were before this whole thing started. Click the link in the podcast show notes to sign up and learn more about Connect. Hey, it's Todd Duncan. Welcome to High Trust Today, the podcast. I'm on a quest to help people win in business and in life. To do that, I know they must trust themselves, their relationships, their business, and they most certainly must trust their future. When you do that, you set in motion a universe of possibilities, and that journey begins right now. So Stacia and I have talked several times. I've I've recently had the pleasure of meeting her, and uh, Stacia has a real unique story in the fact that she's only been back in the business for around 18 months. So she was in the business, and then uh, she, um, she came from the technical and the digital side of the world and been in the business for 18 months. And um, so it was, I love your story because here you are 18 months later on stage doing great numbers. And, but I'd love to uh, tell us your story. We'd love to hear a little bit about it. And uh, I want to talk about, make sure you talk about your disciplines and routines because yeah. that was a blow away for me. Okay. Um, hi, everybody. I'm nervous, too. I think we all are. <laughs> so uh, my name's Stacia. I, um, I actually went in this business originally, gosh, it was almost 18 years ago now, um, because one of my best friends was in the business. And I had bought my first house as a single woman. Um, and it was an awful experience. I mean, I was in the, in the attorney's office, and they, you know, the guy was smoking a cigarette and said, sign, and walked away. And I went, what? <laughs> my loan officer was um, what I would classify as incompetent and couldn't explain very simple things to me. I, I just, I wanted guidance. So my friend was in the business and I went in um, and that turned into six years of my life. My intention was to go in to educate myself and make some money, I'm not gonna lie. Um, and that turned into six years of my life uh, running one of the largest builder joint ventures in the state of Washington. It was a super fulfilling job. I had an amazing team of people. In fact, one of my um, people that I hired originally is here, I ran into her. Hi, Shannon. Um, so it, it was a great experience. Um, the market crashed. I lived through parts of that. Um, and I got recruited back into tech. And um, I, I, I went back into technology because I thought that's what I was supposed to do. When I left and went into business originally, I was working at Microsoft. Um, so I went back into technology. Um, I worked for some small startups, some big startups. Um, and I did everything from you know, project management to marketing to sales to inception to launches. I mean, you name it, I did it. And I hopped between lots of different companies. I consulted for startups. And I thought I was fulfilled. Um, during this time, um, I, I'm married to an amazing man. I think I, I just, I resonate what you say. I mean, my husband is my everything. <clears throat> He's why I'm here. So I appreciate Marty more than life itself, he keeps me uh, grounded in who I am. So, uh, but we were struggling with infertility during this time and it was really awful. It was emotionally draining and financially draining um, and I was just a power. I just needed to go, go, go and I wanted to be a vice president of sales for a big software company. Uh, and I, had, I hit rock bottom one day. 
I was supposed to get a promotion and I didn't. Um, and that was it. I stopped. I hired a business and a life coach. Um, and, I, and I got pregnant with my first son, who Bowen, who's now almost five. He's amazing. Um, and he was my blessing um, from God, as I call him. And then when he was a year old, I had my second kiddo. Uh, and that was a shock. I mean, for years of infertility, it was amazing. So, uh, and then I started asking myself tough questions. You know, why do I, why do, what's my purpose? I had these two amazing, beautiful little boys. What, as a working mom, like, what are they gonna, what are they gonna say about me in the future? Like, I wanna make a difference. Uh, I still had a coach throughout this whole time. I strongly believe in coaching. Um, it does guide you, you need a ship. You're on a ship, you need guidance. So, um, I started asking myself tough questions. I wasn't fulfilled, I wasn't happy, I loved my life, but I just felt miserable in my job every day. And at, during this time, I met my amazing branch manager, Dan Golden, and we sat down and had coffee, and I'll never forget our conversation. He said, I don't hire people without a book of business. <laughs> and I said, well, at least we have the same concerns. So I'm either gonna sink <laughs> or I'm gonna swim. Uh, and, and we had a great conversation. Dan is one of those people truly that you just meet and you automatically connect with, and I'm so very grateful that he came into my life. Um, so that was uh, in April of last year, May of last year. Um, and here's why I went back in the business, is because um, I do my job, I love my job. I have never been able to say that before. I love what I do, I love it. And it's because it correlates to 90% of my iceberg the 90% that people don't see and know about me. Um, it's my why, it's my, it's my direction. I fundamentally believe in building relationships based on trust so that every person that I interact with feels safe. And for my personal why, it's about my safety for my family, financially, emotionally, physically, safe, right? It's what drives me. Um, so I bring that into my business every day. Uh, I have an amazing team of people that work for me. Holly and Griffin are phenomenal. I'm super fortunate and blessed to have great loan officer assistants. I work for an amazing company. Um, but I bring everything that I do back to my iceberg, back to the 90% that people don't know about me. Any decision I make in my life personally and professionally is back to that. Um, and that's why I love my job every day. I fundamentally believe that these people, you guys, this people buy houses, right? It is the most emotional, sizable, and financially impactful purpose of their lives, and they don't have a clue on how to do it. I have a saying, I make clients sit down with me face to face, uh, and sometimes clients don't wanna do that because they're too busy or whatever. And I say, you know, I think in the United States, um, you know, I ask, you know, client, you know, I just want a pre-qualification, I just want a pre-approval. Well, that's great, we can do that, but you need to sit down with me. <sighs> Why? I said, have you ever bought a car? <laughs> yeah, of course I bought a car. Okay, well, did you finance it at the dealership? Sure. How long do you guys spend at the dealership when you finance a car? <laughs> Literally a lifetime, right? Four hours. Uh, and I've turned people on their head on this, and I said, you spend four hours at a car dealership, but you are not gonna spend one hour with me to understand and educate yourself on the most impactful purchase potentially of your life. That's a great Why? point. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so, 
So I, I focus on that maniacally. I'm very process driven. Um, when I came back in the business, my, I'm very fortunate to work for Dan and he is maniacally process driven, so am I. And I have been throughout all my careers. And so I bring in process every day to what I do. I told you our purpose, we have a mission statement, my team and I. We make people feel delightful refuge around one of the most sizable, financially impactful, and emotional purchases of their lives. And we do it four ways. Number one, we lead with education and transparency. I believe in the United States there is a huge gap around education in this industry. I, I make it a personal mission to educate my clients and any one of my clients will tell you that I focus on education. Number two is availability and responsiveness. This is a digital world we live in. It's fast, everything's fast. Um, I can't remember his name, but who was talking from Portland and he has an answering service. That's genius, I'm gonna do that, I'm gonna implement that. Um, I, you have to be fast, you have to be responsive, you have to be available. The third thing that we do, and this maybe sounds a little high level, but it's executing with excellence every single day. We execute with excellence every day. Are we perfect? Oh gosh, no, <laughs> believe me, I have stories, we're not perfect. Um, and then the last thing we do is we, uh, we pay it forward, we give back. I believe fundamentally in um, what you give, you get back tenfold, guys. You gotta give, you gotta give back in any way. It doesn't always have to be monetary. Um, it can be emotional, it can be, you know, you can volunteer, you gotta give back. So uh, implementation on those four things I just talked about every day is process driven. So I have a, I have a process flow sheet that I, that I stole from Dan. <laughs> um, and we all have our tasks. Every single lead to closing, to past clients, what do we do? We all have a def definition on how we, how we move that client through this experience. Um, and the process, by the way, is not stagnant. We talk about it every single week. Um, I, I was telling Linda, I, I have a process improvement book. It sits on my desk. So wait a minute, wait, 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 yeah. wait. Go real yeah. deep in this, because this is like key number one. Right, write this down before Stacey yes. says anything. Yes. Write down the process improvement journal. Yes. Write that down and now everything that flows, this is a big, 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 big idea. Yeah, and I have two beautiful women that work for me. Um, and so I, I made these pretty little journals for them. I'm not gonna lie, I mean, they're cute. So I, I made them stick them on their desk and one of my assistant's desk is like, and one of my assistant's desks is like, I was like, you just have to put this one thing here. And she was like, oh God, I'm like just stick it here. <laughs> so they have it open and they write down process improvements. And I'll give you some examples. Obvious things to us, right? A borrower called us, this is a few months back. Um, oh, where, what do I do with my money? Ah, it's the end, what do I do with my money? And we're like, oh, you wire your money to escrow. Remember, you wired your earnest money, now you wire your down payment. Oh, how do I do that? I mean, people are freaked out, you guys. We gotta guide them. So we wrote it down. One of my assistants wrote it down. Stacia, we gotta send the wire instructions again Right when we send the CD, we send the wire instructions back out. It's so obvious, right? But it's just those little things. The process improvement book in my world is just turning the flywheel a little bit every day to guide the ship in the right direction. And I tell my team this, the day that this process, you guys come in here, we meet weekly too, every week to talk about this, the day you come in and this, isn't, this is empty is the day we all go home. So, so I, I just, I have to jump on this. this if this became for you, um, times X, and X is how many people you have on your team, and they had rigorous empowerment in a safe way to bring up anything they observed any day of the week, any yep. hour of the day, 
and they track that process defect where the opportunity for improvement exists, think about your third pillar, which is executing with excellence. Right. And I, I think this is a monster move. I think that, that mm -hmm. if you guys understand the power of this, that, that everybody on your team has permission to come up with a breakthrough on how you serve. Yep. Mm -hmm. It's critically important. Yeah. Um, so that's what we do on my team. Um, but I'm a mom to two just beautifully amazing children. Uh, I'm so blessed. Uh, and I'm busy. I am so busy. Dan will tell you, I'm a high energy, but I am busy and I am tired. <laughs> but I wake up every single morning for myself between 5 and 5.30. Uh, and I, I'm disciplined. I have a process that I do for myself every day. I pour back into me because if I don't, I can't give back to my family, to my husband, uh, and to my team, to everybody I interact with. And so I do, I do a disciplined morning routine every morning, and it's kind of crazy. I meditate for 10 minutes, guided meditation. I am not this, I'm not this person, right? But I do it to calm my body down and calm my mind down. Um, I think I did it about six, 16 times last night, actually trying to fall asleep. Um, so I meditate every day. I write down what I'm grateful for every day. And every it's morning. every morning. Before you start. I have it on my phone. Beautiful. I write down my gratitudes every morning. And my gratitudes are almost always the same thing. I am so grateful for my husband. I am so grateful for my children. I am so grateful for my job. I am so grateful for my health. I am so grateful to be here every day. I write it down because I want to I remember that. We all think we're going to live forever. That's what we do. We get up in the morning and think, oh, I'm going to go live forever. We're not. No. So be grateful for those moments. And I have to remind myself. I write down my affirmations. I write down my goals, my three-year goals. Um, I have lofty goals for my business. I have even loftier goals for my passion project focused on giving back. Um, I write them down every single day. I write down the same thing every single day. Uh, and then I have a vision board, but it's on my phone. I'm not a, on a bike, and I love that what JoJo talked about, but I have a vision board, and that vision board changes. It's, it's a living document. I focus on that. And then I read for 10 to 15 minutes every day. You guys, I'm not kidding. I have my timer, I read. And I don't read the Real Simple magazine that I really want to pick up. I read something about myself. I read Todd book, Todd's books, and it's an honor to be on stage with you because I've read your books. I mean, I read every day for 10 to 15 minutes to better myself. Uh, and then I work out. And even if it's for 30 minutes, I do something physical uh, for myself uh, every day. And if you so can I would go write to this down. Your disciplines define you. Yeah, I mean, I, I think there's a... It, it really is. At the end of the day, your disciplines will define you. Good or bad disciplines will define who you are becoming and who you are in the marketplace. And what you have is you have a, a very rigorous um, but, but very focused and enriching routine. Yeah, life's messy. Life I mean, is messy. It's, we, we know that. Yeah, it's super oh, messy, right? It's messy. Um, but if you don't take care of you first, you're not going to be able to give back to anybody else. Awesome. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you.